So here's today's transformational truth. It's not too late. Welcome to the Transformational Truth Podcast, where we're committed to eliminating the obstacles that take the joy out of life and leadership. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. So here's today's transformational truth. It's not too late. So we're continuing our fourth part in our series, Seven Deadly Thoughts, based on my book, Seven Deadly Thoughts, Conquering the Thoughts That Limit Your Life. And today we're going to learn how to conquer the fourth deadly thought that will try to limit your life. So let's go ahead and jump right in. So the fourth of the seven deadly thoughts is this this limiting belief that at one time or another, all of us have to deal with. And it is this belief that it's too late. Too late to pursue your dream. Too late to pursue God's will for your life. Go ahead, fill in the blank. Too late to have a great marriage. And it produces, this thought produces the stronghold of self-imposed limitations. Wow. This is going to be rich, so go ahead and buckle your seatbelts. Listen, in the book of Genesis chapter 18, at the tender age of 99, the Lord told Abraham, he said, I will surely return to you at this time next year, and behold, Sarah, your wife, is going to have a son. Now, the scripture says that when Sarah heard this, she laughed to herself. She thought it was a joke. She did not take it seriously. Okay, God gives her a promise and she doesn't take it seriously. Why? Because at some point along the way, a stronghold had been established in her mind. Okay, the kind of stronghold that would cause her to believe that her best days were behind her. The kind of stronghold that convinced her that she was too old, that her time had passed, and it was too late for her to experience all of the goodness of God and all of the promises of God. And the enemy did to Sarah what he often tries to do to us. He uses our external circumstances and our natural limitations as means to establish the kind of deadly thinking that will poison our perception of God's ability to bring his promises to pass in our lives. I'm curious, does any of that sound familiar? When your external circumstances, whether it be your bank account or the current state of affairs in your home, your marriage, your relationship with your kids, your career, your purpose, those external circumstances will become this sense of limitation in your life. And you'll begin to stop believing that because of what you see, you can't receive what God has said. Okay? You start believing when this stronghold is set up in your this, these self-imposed limitations, when they're set up in your mind, you start to believe that your limitations are God's limitations. And this is where I've discovered personally that the enemy weaponizes facts in order to disarm your faith. Okay. We start believing that our circumstances have to be perfect in order for God to make good on his promises. Uh, and th- and that because the facts say you can't do it, that must mean that God can't do it either. Now, now listen, we would never actually say that, but fundamentally, we actually start to believe that. Because as with every stronghold, this deadly thought is merely the means to the end. The ultimate win 
for the enemy is not the establishment of the stronghold itself. That's the strategy. The result of its presence in our lives is what he's after. Because when I start believing that it's too late, I stop believing that all things are possible. Okay. And when we stop preparing ourselves for the promises of God, we stop placing ourselves in position to receive because that's what happens. When I start to believe it's too late, I just stop preparing myself for the promises of God. Okay. Because I've bought the lie that says, my season has passed. So why even bother trying? I've made too many mistakes. I've messed up. Uh, uh, I've missed my moment. Okay. I start to believe that it's too late to have a great marriage. So why bother trying to work on my marriage? I start to believe it's too late to get healthy. So why bother trying to be healthy? Uh, you could go on and on. It's too late to be happy. It's too late to go back to school and get my degree. It's too late to have a good relationship with my children. We're too far along in life. Uh, it's too late to get out of debt or be successful. It's too late to answer God's call on my life. It's too late to fulfill my God-given purpose. And the moment I stop believing that all things are possible is the moment the enemy starts succeeding. Okay, Because we stop moving forward by faith. And we start to leave destiny undiscovered. And the treasure that God placed inside of us remains buried treasure. I'm curious. What's the buried treasure in your heart? What's the buried treasure in, in your soul? Okay, because God gave you incredible purpose. And he planted gifts. And he planted destiny on the inside of you. Now, in our minds... We begin to think when this stronghold is established that God is limited to our calendar and he's limited to our schedule. He's limited to our time frame, our, our, <laughs> our own understanding, which is why the Bible tells us to lean not on your own understanding, but acknowledge him in all your ways. Why? Because when I lean on my own understanding, I start to shrink God's vision for my life. I take myself out of the game because I'm trying to figure out my life according to what I think I can do instead of wondering, man, what is it that God can do through and in me? Oh, goodness. Now, listen, and let's get back to Sarah for a moment, okay? Because in order for Sarah to receive the promises of God, she needs to first be set free from the stronghold that's told her it's too late. And since truth is the only thing that can set us free, God leads her down this path of freedom by asking her a question that will result in a divine revelation. I absolutely love this moment, okay, because it is the power of the powerful question, the power of the right question. Because when God asks a question, can I tell you something? It's not because he's looking for an answer. He's God. He's already got all the answers. When God starts asking questions, it's because he's helping us find answers. When God starts asking questions, he's priming our faith. He's preparing our minds to receive a revelation of truth that's going to tear down the stronghold that we've been held captive to. Now, listen, I don't know what seems impossible to you right now. Okay, I, I have no idea where in your life maybe the enemy's been trying to convince you that it's too late. But I want to ask you the same question that God asked Sarah in verse 14 the same question that the Lord used to release her from this stronghold of self-imposed limitations. Today, I want to ask you the same question. You ready? Is there anything 
too difficult for the Lord? Is there anything too difficult for the Lord? Ladies and gentlemen, God is no respecter of persons. If he did it for Abraham and Sarah, he can do it for you too. And listen, something happened when Sarah heard that question. Okay, once this stronghold had been confronted, the Lord told Sarah, a year from now, I'm going to come back. And when I do, the promise that I made to you will have come to pass. And here's where we learn one of the most important realities of breakthrough or the concept of breakthrough. Before God could manifest the miracle, he first had to address the mind. <laughs> Let me say that again. Before God could manifest the miracle, he first had to address the mind. He had to provide Sarah with the truth that she needed to tear down the stronghold that was convincing her that it was too late. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? And the answer is no, absolutely not. Because when Sarah heard that question, she realized something. I have been limiting myself and I have been limiting God based upon my circumstances. I have been limiting God based upon my strength. I've been limiting God based upon my ability. But there is nothing that is too hard for the Lord. And when she began to have this revelation of God's power and God's ability, this stronghold started to crumble in her mind. You see, in Matthew chapter 13, the Bible tells us that when Jesus went to Nazareth, it says he can only do a few miracles there. Why? Because of their unbelief. Okay, they were limiting the activity of God in their lives because of a poisoned perception of who Jesus was, and therefore, what they thought he was able to do. Now listen, I personally believe that the primary reason that God stopped by Abraham and Sarah's tent was to tear down the stronghold that was getting in the way of the promise. With all of my heart, I believe that. That's why when they got to the tent, they didn't ask Abraham, hey, Abraham, how's life going? Or Abraham, how's business? Or hey, Abraham, what do you think about this weather today? No, no, no. The question that was asked was, the Lord said to Abraham, hey, Abraham, where is Sarah? We came here to deal with Sarah. We came here to deal with the stronghold that's preventing Sarah from receiving and experiencing the goodness of God and the promises of God. You see, just before God gets ready to usher you into a breakthrough, he'll start confronting the things that are holding you back. And listen to me carefully. This is an important point. At first, when God begins to do this, when God begins to deal with these, these strongholds, it can feel a little frustrating. Honestly, it can and if you don't understand it, if you're not careful, you'll walk away from your breakthrough moment because you're frustrated. You'll wonder, why has life suddenly gotten so uncomfortable? And you'll kind of wish that it would just stop, but God can't stop. Why? Because he's delivering on the promise. Or if I can quote the scripture, because this time next year, <laughs> he said this time next year, you're going to be holding on to the promise. So Sarah, I'm here to address the stronghold in your mind that keeps you from receiving the promise. Here's why. Because on the calendar of heaven, the promise is going to come to pass by this time next year. And the reason some of you, as you're listening to this, you're experiencing so much frustration in this season of your life. Are you ready for this? Because this time next year, you're not going to recognize your life. This time next year, you're not going to recognize your marriage. This time next year, some of you won't recognize your children or your business or your ministry or your spouse or your health. Listen to me, because God is not just a promise maker. God is a promise keeper, and he's getting ready to make possible that which was impossible. Your frustration has a purpose. Oh, goodness, let me say that again. That's its own transformational truth.
Your frustration has a purpose. Now, strongholds produce doubt, okay? And doubt clogs our faith. So one of the immediate evidences that a stronghold has begun to come down in your mind is you'll begin to suddenly experience a surge of faith and courage. It's absolutely true. It's happened in my life over and over and over again when strongholds began to come down, when, when I began to limit God with my thinking and didn't realize it, and God the Father lovingly comes and He begins to ask me those powerful questions and He begins to set me free from these strongholds, I get this sudden surge of faith and courage to begin to pursue what God put in my heart. And we see this play out with Abraham and Sarah incredibly. Listen, because when this stronghold came down in Sarah's mind, she suddenly found the courage to try again. Oh, this is so important. Now listen, I don't know how to tell you guys this, all right, but Sarah did not get pregnant for Isaac the way Mary got pregnant for Jesus. <laughs> Okay, you're picking up what I'm laying down? Uh, you know, Mary got pregnant for Jesus, like, you know, divinely, supernaturally, uh, but not Sarah, okay? For Sarah to get pregnant, her and Abraham had to, uh, well, uh, try again. Listen, at the tender age of 99 and 100, they had to rediscover the intimate part of the marriage again. Why? Because at some point, they just stopped trying. Sometimes we're waiting for God to fulfill His promises while God is waiting on us to act on His promises. Oh, somebody needs to hear that again. Sometimes we're waiting for God to keep His promise, but God is waiting on us to act on His promises because they would have never gotten pregnant with the promise had they not acted on the promise. And some of you have felt like Sarah. You've said, I've tried to work on my marriage before. It didn't work, so I stopped trying. I tried to work on my relationships before. It didn't work, so I stopped trying. I tried to get out of debt before. It didn't work, so I stopped trying. Oh, here's a big one. I tried church before. I tried ministry before. I got hurt. It didn't work, so I stopped trying. Listen, Abraham and Sarah had been trying for years. It did not work, but the Lord said, try it again. Pastor, I'm too old. I don't care. Listen, try it again. Pastor Travis, it's too late. No, no, no. Try it again. But Pastor Travis, I have made such a mess with my life. I've made too many mistakes with my life. No, listen, no, you haven't. It's time to try it again. Why? Because God's not just the promise maker. He's the promise keeper, but he's waiting for you to take him at his word and act on his promises. And for those of you who have disqualified yourselves and you say, I've made too much of a mistake with my life. I've messed up. I've tripped. I've fallen. Listen to me. His grace is sufficient for you, and His strength is made perfect in your weakness. Get up, dust yourself off, and try it again. My goodness. Do you know how this limiting belief found its way into Sarah's heart and mind? She had fallen prey to what I call the after effect. We, we all deal with it. We all deal with the after effect, okay? At some point in your journey in life, she said, and I quote Sarah's exact words, to God. Okay, after I have become old, shall I now have pleasure? In other words, after it feels like it's too late, you're honestly going to say that I'm going to receive this promise. Okay, listen to me carefully. It's usually after we've gone through something painful that we are the most vulnerable. Absolutely. Okay, after your marriage or family came under stress or or an attack or went through something horrible, after you didn't get a promotion, okay, after you got a bad diagnosis from the doctor, 
After maybe you made some bad decisions and you made a mess with your life. After we failed somehow. Listen, it's usually after that you experience what I call the after effect, where you start to disqualify yourself after something went wrong. And you say it's too late. I've lost too much time. And I've lost too much money, and I've lost some credibility, and I've, I, I've made after I made some bad decisions, you start to disqualify yourself, just like Sarah did, and you say, well, after this, this has become now impossible, and this is where the enemy loves to introduce these limiting beliefs that will convince you that it's too late, okay? And this limiting belief is going to change the way you see you, and it's going to change the way you believe God sees you. But ladies and gentlemen, Sarah discovered something that God wants you to be reminded of today. You ready for this? God does some of his best work after. Oh, yes, he does. The Bible says that after Lazarus died, Jesus raised him from the dead. After Job lost everything, God restored it to him double. After the woman had been caught in that very act of adultery, Jesus forgave her, restored her. After Jesus had been in the grave for three days, all oh, you know the rest of the story. God raised him up with all power and with all authority. What's my point? God still does some of his best work after. Stop disqualifying yourself for the promises of God. Stop disqualifying yourself for the best for your family, for your future, for your ministry, for your calling, for your career. Stop it. Just stop it. Why? Because God is not limited in your after. Okay? I don't know. I don't know. Who needs to hear this? But God wants you to be reminded today that it's not too late. He still does some of his best work after. Oh, goodness. Listen, you might feel like you've spent your time, wasted your time, or lost your time. But we serve a God who knows how to redeem the time. It's not too late. Ah, I love how the Apostle Paul recounted Abraham's faith. He says in Romans chapter 4, this is the New Living Translation. Listen to this. Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life, and who creates new things out of nothing. Even when there was no reason to hope, Abraham kept on hoping. And so should you. And you can. Because no matter what you're facing, no matter what you're going through, no matter what has happened in your life and in your family, no matter how broken you feel right now, God is for you. He is not against you, and it's not too late. And that is today's transformational truth. Listen, if you'd like to grab your own copy of Seven Deadly Thoughts, you can find it online at Amazon.com. And if transformational truths is helpful to you, please do me a favor, take a moment, go over to Apple iTunes, rate the show, write us a quick review, because I want to help you restore the joy to your life and your leadership. I'll see you next time. Thank <laughs> you.